0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Got 10 Minutes podcast, the podcast for product teams, brought to you by samelogic.com, the platform for atomic concept testing. Today we speak with Sandesh Sinde, who is the design lead at SAP. Hey Sandesh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Devin. Awesome, awesome. Um, uh, it was it was great having you on, great talking to you about, um, uh, about your background and everything, um, and uh, it, was, it was great to have you. Uh, so. Um, I'd love to learn more about you and your role um mm-hmm. and uh like how did you get started how how do you get into being a designer or a design lead at sap well, like one of the like probably one of the most um, famous companies um in, in in in
1: this space yeah so uh, I'm a certified usability analyst from human Factory International with a 15 years experience in the design industry and as a design lead in SAP, I build and customize ERP products Based on customer requirement and doing strategic customer facing data insight and machine learning projects. Mm-hmm. I started uh, my career as a visual designer uh, in an advertising agency. So you know, creating corporate branding, advertising, website design, TV commercials. But very soon, like you know, within a year or two, I really understand the importance of the users in design thinking process. And then I started exploring and connecting with the expert in this field attended webinars workshops i learned more about it my manager also supported me for the certification from hfi and that's how i began my professional journey in ux and practicing user-centric design since then so i would say like um, that my passion for design and my innate ability to emphasize with the users were the key driving force behind my transition Mm.
0: and um how was your transition like what was a key thing i would say um that kind of like allowed you to become like a designer like what was the f- is there something in your childhood that you know um kind of made you want to be a designer or was it like later on in life
1: uh, yeah i mean it's like it's the beginning of my career that is a very interesting story which i would like to tell you yeah so um, let me take i ba- take you back uh, 15 years uh when i was involved uh, in remodeling of our kitchen at home so as a designer i took a active role in helping the interior designer with a suggestion for the kitchen design and when we presented uh, the first draft to our parents uh, by especially my mom because who spent most of the time in the kitchen so she simply rejected it and said that it wasn't right because it didn't acc- accommodate uh, the way she store her kitchen items utensils and layers like that so and that was like you can say a change moment for me that was a eureka moment for me i as i realized that we didn't consider the primary user needs before going ahead with the design and that's when i started you know exploring in the field of this user experience design connecting with experts you know attending workshops and that's how it started. Like that—that that was a moment of a transition, or you can say a change. Mm. So it all
0: started with your mom. <laughs> Interesting. And now that has led you to become um, uh, the design lead at SAP. Mm. Uh, what has mm. it, that experience been like? Um, and also for those who don't know, um, I'm pretty sure that's no one. Like, could you tell what S- <laughs> SAP is?
1: So um, I'm sure, no most of them know SAP as a SAP or SAP, but they don't know what it stands for. So it stands for System Applications Product it is one of the world's largest um, leading producer of software for the management of business processes. So one of the you know, well known for uh, ERP softwares. And again, ERP is like enterprise resource planning. So this, the people who don't know what is ERP, this is a type of software application system that allows businesses to manage their functions through one platform. So this can include marketing, sales, procurement, and human resource. So ERP softwares allows different departments to communicate with each other and plan work accordingly. So, and apart from ERP software, SAP also has various different products ranging from CRM, supply chain management, HCM, BTP. So there are various products uh, for every business need. it. Mm. And, and what's it like working at SAP? Yeah, it's very, uh, my, my role is very exciting role. It's a perfect place for my creativity and innovation. Uh, the significant portion of my work involves the conceptualization of a client's vision and transform their ideas into a tangible product so that includes you know gaining a thorough understanding of their specific goals objectives and collaborating with the, with them to identify the necessary features they want to want in a product i and i often conduct a workshop and brainstorming session to work closely with the client to ensure that their needs are fully understood mm-hmm. and in addition i also work uh, to deeply understand the users who will benefit from the product Mm -hmm. Um, through user interviews, creating prototypes and conducting user testing, which helped me to identify what tasks and goals they need to achieve and understand what pain points and challenges they are facing while using the client's product. And then build a foundation of the product ensure that user's goals and the client's goals are achieved in the simplest way possible. So ultimately my goal our role is to help both the client and the end user achieve their goals in the simplest and most effective way possible.
0: Mm. I, uh, I love how you mentioned user literally almost on almost all of those things that you kind of love doing, um, and, and your role. Cause like, I think that's one thing that people usually forget that like people use products that they build. Um, so what's it like, what are some lessons that you've learned um, about interacting with users and um, how uh, is, does that make your role better when you interact with users?
1: Yeah, very interesting questions uh, because, you know, working design, like designer's job is to, you know, get out of maximum from the users and design is ever-changing and vast. Field. And most of the time we are just uh, designing for a human, right? Mm. And humans are complicated. Their expectations and desires are constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. So designer needs to stay flexible and keep up with the latest trends and techniques to stay on the top of their game. So flexibility and and being modern, being current. Right, because design is ever-changing and vast field. And even though to the user it might be as simple as swiping left or right or clicking thumbs up or thumbs thumbs down button, but designer put a tons of effort and time to make that happen. So, mm. you know, that's why, you know, a designer need to stay flexible and keep up with the latest trends and techniques to stay on that on top of their game. Mm.
0: So when it comes off the flexibility, um, I, I'm guessing that uh, experimentation like ties directly into being flexible <laughs> and looking at different data points and knowing exactly where to go based on user trends or user feedback. Um, mm-hmm. like what kinds of experiments do you run or what are some of the favorite experiments that you run um, uh, every now and again at SAP?
1: Yeah, great question. So we have to go through uh, various experiment experiments and testing throughout the product development life cycles and, you know, I trade throughout uh, product development life cycles. So until we meet those users' goals and objectives. So uh, to deeply understand the user's mental model our uh, dis- discover and research phase is very important and later on test on your prototypes uh, using methods like guerrilla testing ab testing surveys some you know moderator unmoderated user testing contextual inquiry surveys card sorting so there are tons of different methods to test your flows to your prototypes and but you know again this depends on what resources you are available you have available and what is your objective of the testing and
0: uh, yeah it's, it's all based on you know what outcomes do you want and everything so when it comes sure. on to you know when things don't really go your way or things get a little challenging um uh, like like yeah what, what are some of the, the the most challenging things you do on a daily basis and i think we can probably contrast that with like how to come up with those solutions um <laughs> when one day when, when those problems appear I don't know how do you deal with those things
1: yeah there are many challenges we face in a day-to-day uh, development space but in product design one of the biggest challenge is that you know stakeholders don't always have a clear idea of the goal um, idea of the goals objectives and business requirements sometimes which cleared a lot of ambiguity and uncertainty uncertainty so to address this, the discover and define phases are crucial in bringing everyone on the same page and refining the objectives. I, I conduct a user research, UX research workshop, brainstorming sessions, you know, map out those user journey, empathy maps, identify those, their critical paths and visual story point to better understand the user's perspective and overall the product vision. Mm. And this helps me to overcome that challenge and deliver better end product. Mm very important
0: and uh when it comes on to you know um interact with users you know like sometimes you have users saying many different things like they're all over the place you know like how what what's the best way to you know like condense all that information or just like making sure that you're pro- providing a cohesive user experience based on all of that feedback
1: like what what um what how do you approach those things great question because you know uh many times i observed that you know uh in during the user testing and as well as uh, you know working in their real environment a user say something and do something so uh, they will say this is not correct but they will follow that also so um uh, you'll find that users uh, user say something and do something so you have to closely observe their behaviors how they work and later on uh, test your prototypes and the assumptions you make during the research space, test with the users and validate your design decisions mm. important
0: and uh, this is my last question here um when it comes on to um you know like weaknesses that you have and that you mm-hmm. that you've turned into your strength um i ask this question to everyone who comes on um mm-hmm. like what, what's one weakness that you you've turned into into your strength
1: yeah that's a good question <laughs> I wouldn't see it as my weakness, but um, I'm not a very chatty person or talkative, so I tend to be a more of a think-more and you know, talk-less kind of person. So, however, I find that uh, this quality can be an asset in my work during user research phase. When conducting user research, I'm able to focus on listening carefully to the user's problem and deeply understand their needs and objectives. The next I talk the more I'm able to learn from them. Mm. So making the user like tell their
0: story. Have tell their story, people. right. Yeah, interesting. Um, so I, I, that's a really great role of like turning your weakness strength. strength. Like, you're a great listener, <laughs> so you utilize that strength, pretty much. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today, uh, Sandesh. Um, and uh, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your experiences with us. And we're looking forward to sharing this episode with our audience. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me. And thanks for listening to the Got 10 Minutes podcast. To stay in touch, please follow us on LinkedIn or the podcast app you're listening to this on right now for more episodes. Take care.